Hello, hello. So I came across this really interesting video was talking about weird stuff about vaccine injured people. But I thought this one was interesting and it should not be ignored because her, uh, this is an older lady who took the Pfizer vax and then started having some weird hallucination reaction afterwards for a couple days or more. And her husband also took the shot and he didn't survive. But she was talking about uh, her experiences after the shot and the reason why I wanted to bring this up because it had to do with snakes. So what are the chances that she started talking about snakes? You know, we've been discussing this with Dr. Artist theory that they put uh, snake mRNA within the shots and they, you know, we've proven that they've been also been using that in their research uh, specifically to make sure that the mRNA that they injected is not going to degrade because apparently within the venom, it doesn't degrade. So it helps not only with longevity, it also helps splice open the DNA so that mRNA could be inserted. These are what all these discussions have been with Dr. Artis and, you know, he's done three interviews with me. So you can check out all those podcasts to catch up. When I saw this and as she's talking about her experience, something else got triggered in my mind what this possibly could be. I'll let you watch the video first. I don't think she's crazy at all. I think that's an exact real experience that she had. I'm going to explain the concept of cellular memory right after this that kind of ties it together. Only rare moments when people actually honestly talk about their experiences, at least the psychological ones. We know what the physical ones have been but no one's really shared that many of the psych psychological differences, personality changes, hallucinations, whatever they go through. Pretty good that we're able to at least get this testimony. I was a Pfizer and, uh, and then the trouble began. Okay, what was the trouble? Well, um, he didn't have as much of a symptom that I did. I, in that, probably the same afternoon, I started to get so so dizzy and sickly, sickly feeling, but the dizziness and the, and the, what should we say, your, your brain seems to get uh, into a, another place. And, uh, and that was so discombobulating that I, I fell and, and broke my, my hip, uh, my, my leg up, up at the hip there. Oh. Uh, then, of course, I went to the hospital, and, and but by this time, I had started being hallucinogenic, I guess, because I I couldn't get out of this um, terrible space that my brain was in, that I was in, 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 a, in a bad uh, nightmare. Um, visually, I just kept seeing bad, a bad black smoky thing, and snakes, and and, and it looks like devilly creatures. They seem to be very evil. There seemed to be an evil component because these little things that were coming in in my vision were, um, all, they looked like undersea creatures, but they had a devilish look. And also in, in the mix there was many, many snakes. And, and I got quite disgusted and feeling bad about that. The other thing that, 
was feeling awful was this terrible smell. Now this wasn't just like a visual image. I felt I was right in this cave or a smoking place. The, the smell was so awful and I was really scared. Um, I couldn't stop trembling and being scared and um, my daughter, um, I had her on the on the phone because I wasn't feeling well and she said I was stammering and I couldn't seem to speak. My, my head was just completely in an upset state. So after um, the doctor, of course I had to go to the hospital with my broken hip leg and, and it was broken right up near the hip there. Anyway, uh, in the hospital, this continued on and on and, and it was the other part of a week and I was still feeling trembling and scared and I couldn't really talk and, and I couldn't see well, but the, the main thing was this terrible psychological fear that I had. It was the nearest thing I ever came and I could ever imagine to becoming suicidal because it seemed like a thing I couldn't get out of it. And, 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 it, and it was just so awful that one, one evening in a hospital, one of the nurses, she sat and, and prayed with me because I said, I'm so scared, I don't know how I can go on. And, and she was very good. And um, I was blessing her. It seemed a little bit of a help and then Gradually, after a couple more days, it, it, it wore off a little bit, but the memory of it just even makes me bad, feel bad now because it was a, a terror, a terror moment, and uh, and and the feeling that you you just can't, you're just helpless. It was I don't know what what drug trips are like or like anything like that, but it was the worst sensation. But it was not just visual the thing that was so physical with me too and i can't ever forget the bad smell that went with it and and the, and the memory sounded so much about this is the fact that my whole body seemed to be cooked now that you've seen her and listen to what she was talking about let's put all this together what i think it is and it will make a lot more sense when I show you what cellular memory is and organ transplant people have shared memories and experiences and even changed personalities, all kinds of stuff. Your DNA is transferred to another person. If it's human to human, it's gonna have human experiences and human memories possibly transfer. But when it's animal and humans, you're going to get a whole mix of stuff. I think this lady kind of confirms that they are putting snake uh, DNA inside your body because she's what she's actually picking up. So there's two things. She could actually be picking up cellular memory or she really truly went into some other dimension, a demonic dimension spiritually. And it's a spiritual thing and not a physical scientific thing as cellular memory. But, you know, now that we kind of looked at a couple years worth of data, we listened to all kinds of doctors. I still prescribe to Dr. Artist Theory about the snake. That explains a whole lot of stuff more than anything else. When you see somebody having experience like this, immediately I can only think of that it's cellular memory. So I'm going to talk about cellular memory, which is a theory that our cells 
all 37 trillion of them actually contain copies of our memories. You'll know that no one really knows how and where the memories are stored, but it's long been a thought that they've been restricted to the brain. This, however, is no longer the case. Uh, through the study of epigenetics, which is often called cellular memory, and which has long been thought pseudoscience along with cellular memory, we now know that our cells, even every DNA, actually do contain some element of our memory. DNA, if this is true, if DNA, which is every cell in our body, contains part of our memories, what do you think is going to happen when you start mixing chimeria animals and human cells together? They're going to pick up the memories of those animals as well. If it was, let's say, chicken cells that they merged together, it's probably going to have memories of a lot of chickens. But since we, at least Dr. Artis, and I believe that they did put the snake cells inside the body, then it's highly possible that she's actually picking up snake cellular memory, like some sort of snake hive somewhere, either in the cave or underwater snakes. You know, I, I don't know how she would pick up the smell because I don't think snakes really smell anything, or at least not the same way we do. So that part I'm not really sure about. Maybe that's the only thing that's throwing me off, but at least what she said about underwater creatures and snakes, that kind of seems like it could be somewhere deep in the ocean somewhere. Because a lot of the snakes that where they were tested for COVID patients, the dead ones, they found a lot of toxins from venomous snakes from all over the world, including underwater sea snakes. You know, especially when you are mixing not just one type, 30 other type of toxins, including animals like scorpions and spider venoms and cone snail venoms. So imagine you have this cocktail of DNA that's going inside a human body which has cellular memory, and you're going to pick up these strange smells. You're going to pick up strange visuals. Really, really scary because we're talking about venomous creatures, especially snakes. I would be terrified if I had to have that kind of memory. I can totally get, you know, the fear and the terror that she felt because it's terrible. I mean, it couldn't get any worse to have that creature cellular memory inside of you. Going on with this article, it says that the element can be passed on in the case of epigenetics is passed from parent to child during gestation, though it's not like handling down photo album from generations past. Researchers have found that the basic instincts, fears, and primal association may be passed on this way. So we're talk they were talking about basic instincts and fears and primal association. Maybe like the snake, all of that stuff that is really just recording their hive, so to speak, and their instincts that's coming out where she's feeling the fears and all that too. Uh, the article says that it turns out that the same transfer of experience may happen with organ 
transplantation was just explaining the cellular memory, the article, which I think that's a good background. But then there's this other article from Sandeep Joshi took down the stories of five or six different cases of organ transplant recipients who have either transferred their cellular memories from the donor to the transplant, and they had, you know, like personality changes. This is a case one of personality changes due to organ transplant. She desired chicken nuggets and green peppers, and once the recipient got her heart. So all of these cases are really heart transplants, where it seems to be most memories, like personality changes, are more associated with heart transplants than any other organ. A lot of like personality changes of what they desire they want to eat. In this case, you know, she totally changed to want to eat chicken nuggets and green peppers. Another one is said developed a taste for classical music. And then the third one is says an eight-year-old girl solved a murder mystery of the donor that got murdered. So she was able to see that and know who it was that was doing that to the eight-year-old girl. There's one about gender transplant, which is weird to me. I didn't even quite understand this because they were both women. But apparently a 19-year-old straight girl who liked men and dated men often and was a vegan died and gave her heart to a 29-year-old woman who is gay lesbian. This, the way the story is described, couldn't really understand it. But So I'll just read you what the recipient reported, which is a 29-year-old woman who was dating a guy, but she's gay, but then she's straight because she received the donor's heart who was straight, so she no longer has any desire for women, but only men. But she was dating a man, so it, it really kind of confused me. So it says, you can tell people about this if you want to, but it really makes you sound crazy. When I got my new heart, two things happened to me. First, almost every night, still sometimes now, I actually feel the accident my donor had. I can feel the impact of my chest. It slams into me. But my doctor said everything looks fine. And also, I hate meat now. I can't stand it. I was a McDonald's biggest moneymaker, and now meat makes me throw up. Actually, whenever I smell it, my heart starts to race. But that's not the big deal. My doctor said that was just due to medicines. I couldn't tell him, but what really bothers me is that I'm engaged to be married now. He's a great guy. We love each other. The sex is terrific. The problem is I'm gay. At least I thought I was. After my transplant, I'm not, I don't think anyway. I'm sort of semi or confused gay. Woman still seem attractive to me but my boyfriend turns me on and women's don't and I absolutely no desire to be with a woman I think I got a gender transplant and the recipient's brother her brother said Susie straight now I mean it seriously she, she was gay and now her heart made her straight she threw out all her books and stuff about gay politics never talked about it anymore she was really a militant about it before she holds hands and cuddles with Steven just like my girlfriend does with me. She talks girl talk with my girlfriend and where before she would lecturing about the evils of sexist men and my sister, the queen of Big Mac, hates me. She won't even have it in her house. Maybe she met the guy after her transplant because otherwise the story would be a little confusing. So apparently she was gay. Now she's straight because the donor was straight woman. 
uh, and a vegan. So she picked up the donor's characteristics. And then another one said that develops artistic talent of, from the donor who was also artistic and a living heart transplant. So this one, I guess two men, which is another strange story, which I won't go into it, but apparently one man had his own heart, got a lung transplant and a heart transplant. He gave up his own heart. So his heart went to somebody else's, another recipient, but they were both alive. So I, I don't know. And then somehow their personality switched over. What I wanted to point out is that the cellular memory is a real thing. And I think this woman is actually picking up cellular memory from the DNA of animals and snakes that got put in because there's more than just snake because she also has, she, she, she saw sea creatures. Well, those sea creatures sound like the other venomous toxin cocktail, uh, snails, cones, deadly venomous cone snails, animals, you know, sea creatures. There were other ones that I don't remember, but there's a whole list of them. It sounds like she's picking up terrifying memories of whatever those animals do in their natural habitat. Thanks for listening.